Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Welcome to this week's journal entry. This whole month is all about love and a sprinkle of relationships. And this week in particular, with it being Valentine's week, if you're listening at the time of the recording, I am going to be digging into love languages. I learned about love languages, gosh, I don't know, like, six years ago, maybe. And I should say, I have not read the official five love language book. It's out there. You can read it. All I did was Google the quiz that told me what my love language was. And I was really fascinated at learning about the different love languages, but also learning that different people prioritize different things, which makes a lot of sense. But I just never really took the time to think that someone would appreciate something more or less than I did until I learned about the different ways that people do appreciate things. And I actually read a quote when I was pulling up the actual list of the five love languages that I wanted to share with you. It said, love languages is a bit like a a country's currency. One coin has a great value in a particular country, less value in the countries that border it, and zero value in many other countries. In relationships, it's essential to learn the emotional currency of the humans we hold near and dear, and identifying their love languages is a part of it. This goes towards romantic relationships, but also familial relationships and friends and really anyone in your life, like that quote said, that you care about, that you want to strengthen that relationship. I have mentioned love languages to some people in the past, and they have literally rolled their eyes. So I want to mention that we don't need to actually state, like, my love language is this. We don't need to actually tell people that. we. There is a way where we can state what we appreciate and what we need without saying the whole love language phrase. But I like it. And I do appreciate a guy that knows it. There have been a few people on dating apps that ask me first before I even get to it. They ask me what my love language is. And that always gets them a little a little plus or a little star in my book. Okay, so let's dig into the five different love languages. The first one is words of affirmation. This one is all about verbal communication. I used to think that someone who needed words of affirmation needed like more positivity in their life and needed to be pumped up, which I think is true. 
but also it's any sort of communication. Like this person would appreciate like a post-it note or a video recording of you, anything where you are communicating with them. That is not one of mine. (laughs) I mean, I appreciate and value good communication, but words of affirmation is not something that I valued as a love language. The second one is acts of service. This is where someone is scanning the room, scanning the environment to figure out what they can do to help somebody else, to help that person, to make that person's environment better, to make that person's life easier. That tells that person that they are appreciated, that they are loved. So just lending a helping hand or doing something kind for them. That is my number one love language is acts of service. And the a really good example that I can share is one day I was inside my house and I needed to go outside in my car but there was a snowstorm the night before. And so I was dreading leaving, (laughs) leaving the house to go out to my car because I would need to brush it off and whatnot. And before I was able to do that, I saw that my dad was outside dusting my car off. And it, I was just like overflowing with love and appreciation and like, oh my gosh, like that made me feel so grateful and appreciative and put the biggest smile on my face. So something as small as that, acts of service. The third love language is gifts. And this can be something materialistic, but it doesn't necessarily mean that this person who values gifts is materialistic. They simply want to be presented with something that makes them feel special. So it could be Like when you're out at the grocery store, if you have someone in your life that values gifts, picking up their favorite kombucha or a coffee for them if you're at the coffee shop. Uh, One time I was living in the Outer Banks and my friends all chipped in and they all sent me a box filled with things from Western New York because they knew that I missed home. And again, I was just like so mushy over it. I was like, oh my gosh, I love them. I miss them. So I think if I had to pick a second one, it might be gifts because I really do. I'm like so surprised and appreciate like a simple coffee, nothing crazy. Um, or like a box of, of things from home. The fourth love language is quality time, undivided, dedicated attention, as you can assume. If you are at home with someone, that could be penciling in either you and or your significant other or family member, penciling in a no distraction time, a phone free time. If you value this, or if you have somebody in your life that values this, but they don't live with you. It could be a phone call. It could be a Zoom coffee date, anything like that. Anything where they feel connected to you because they have access to you. And the last love language is physical touch. It can be as platonic as giving a friend like a fist bump if they just 
you know, did something exciting. Maybe they landed a job or it can be, you know, as intimate as a kiss to end the work day, you know, something small like that. My sister never thought that she prioritized physical touch until one day she realized that she often found herself randomly throughout the day hugging her husband and just kind of holding him. <laughs> and that was it. And then she would continue walking around her house and moving about her day. Or she said that she always like has her hand somewhere on him while they're just like watching TV. And she was like, oh, maybe this means that I do value physical touch, which I thought was kind of funny. There is a quiz that you can take to identify what your love language is by listening to that or by reading more about them. Sometimes it's as easy and as glaringly obvious as like, oh yeah, that is definitely mine. I sometimes wonder if our love languages will ever shift based on what what we're going through at that point in our life, what season we're in. I'm not sure. I know that when I first did this quiz, I was um, engaged and felt like I was doing a lot on my own. And I say that it, I felt like it was me. I, I viewed myself as very independent. I expected a lot of myself and I expected very little of others <laughs> because of that. I was doing everything. And so acts of service being my love language made a lot of sense of like, can someone please take something off of my plate without me asking that like meant the world to me. And it still does now, but I'm wondering like, will it shift? Like once I do, once that is fulfilled, Will will they shift a little bit? And I should mention too, we all need all of these things. It's just that certain things we appreciate way more than others. So yeah, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. I've asked other people about that, about do you think our love languages shift? And I think everyone that I've asked said no. But I'm still, I still believe that they might. <laughs> like if that, if that need is fulfilled, I I feel like we might lean more towards something else. Anyways, I think it's important first and foremost to know your love language because that is what you will be communicating in all of your relationships so that you can feel appreciated and loved. I also think it's important for you to ask those in your life that you're, you're closest to what their love language is, or again, if you don't want to use that term, what they, or I guess how they feel appreciated. Give examples of times that you felt appreciated and you can kind of associate that with the five different love languages so that you know how they will feel appreciated. You can be in a happy relationship without ever having th this conversation, but I do believe that it can be a much more meaningful and thoughtful relationship and connection if you do know these things about yourself and about your partner. Secondly, I think it's a, it, it's important to know what your partner wants and then following through on that 
from a place of want, like I want to do this for them and not need. Like if your partner values gifts, you should want to grab them that cup of coffee and not feel like I need to do this or else he will be upset. I've been there. I've been in that place of fear and like people pleasing. And that is completely different than loving your partner in a way that respects their love language. So the difference of wanting to show up for your partner in that way versus needing to, and the fear of following through on that is a really big distinction that you would, I would want (laughs) to be mindful of. The one thing that I decided that I want to work on more is when I was reading through these, I I clearly know what my love language is. And I feel like when I am receiving that, so like when my dad brushed off my car or when someone would bring me a coffee, the way that I let them know that is I was just very grateful. Like, thank you so much for dusting off my car. Thank you so much for bringing me the coffee. That was really sweet of you. But something that I want to work on more is instead of just complimenting what I liked, stating that I felt really appreciated when you did this and then requesting, could you do more of that? And I think this is, I would, I want to do more of this in my next relationship so that I can get more of that. So it's not just like this huge shock when they bring me home a coffee or when they take something off of my plate, they start doing it more because they know that that's what I value. So that's something that I really want to consciously work on It's not just complimenting, but communicating how I feel appreciated and how they can help me feel more of that because our partners want us to feel happy and appreciated and loved. And the only way that they will know that they are doing that is if we communicate that. Because like I started off with, we all have different needs and desires and backgrounds and histories and preferred love languages. And so sharing that and communicating that is super important. I wanted to leave you with a journal prompt. And this is really great for those of you that have never thought about love languages, but also for those of you that do know your love languages already. The first prompt is, what do you appreciate from others? And then digging a a little bit deeper, how do those things make you feel? And why do you appreciate that gesture more than others. I think that that, what you gain from that third prompt will be really enlightening of what you value. And it might not be so apparent to you at first. So what do you appreciate from others? How does it make you feel specifically? And why do you appreciate that gesture more than others? And don't forget to always show yourself some love too. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. 
I love connecting with my listeners. So make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.